You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith, although I'm not here right now. This is an illusion. No, the InfoWars crew and myself are taking a a well-needed break to enjoy our Christmas with our families. And we hope that you are enjoying your Christmas as well. And we just wanted to record a little special message for you here to thank you for your support throughout the years and this year especially. Uh, We really cannot do it without you and I think you know that. I mean, this year, 2022, in some ways has been the best year at InfoWars and the worst year at InfoWars. It's the best because we've been vindicated on so many different issues at so many different levels. Finally, the truth is coming out, truth that we've been screaming from the rooftops the entire time. It's finally being recognized and acknowledged by uh, the mainstream, and that is a is a massive success and a, and a feather in, in our hat and, of course, a testament to your support as we've gone through these uh, troubled times. But at the same time, we've come under massive attack. Obviously, 2022 was the year they really pulled the trigger in the destruction of InfoWars. But we've made it this far, and we'll continue to make it farther. And if we can make it through these choppy waters, then it'll be smooth sailing from here on out. So as much as we appreciate and love and really thank you for all of the support that you've given us, we have to ask that you double down now and support us as we move into the future as we've done all that we can to bring you the truth, bring you the news, expose the corruption and the conspiracies that take place at the highest levels of power, and we've paid the price for it. And we're not giving up. We're all in on this. There is no you know, peaceable surrender at the end of this conflict. It's a winner-take-all contest, and we intend to be the winners that take all at the end of the day, along with you and the American people and people all over the world who love freedom, love liberty, and desire to be simply unoppressed by those in power, those unelected corporate overlords who even now are insinuating themselves into the cyber throne of their new global kingdom no we will resist we will prevail and our weapon will be the truth and all we ask is that you support us in this mission that you have our backs that you be the supply line as we venture further and farther behind enemy lines and deeper into enemy territory we make it easy for you to do it go to infowarstore.com right now maybe maybe use some of that uh, christmas cash you got now's the time to do it as well because New, uh, New Year's is coming up, and your New Year's resolution will be made that much easier when you are empowered by the supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether your New Year's resolution has to do with accomplishment or your own personal health, there's something at InfoWars Store that can help you achieve that. In fact, there's a whole new line of supplements called InfoWars MD that are just incredibly powerful ingredients that are not found in any other. InfoWars supplement, including collagen and you know the mushrooms like the lion's mane and the various nootropic uh, mushrooms that are so popular across the board. InfoWars hasn't offered one until now, and not only do we have one, we have a combo pack. It's like all of the best nootropic mushrooms smashed into one incredible supplement. It's called Mushroom Max Nootropic, and that is also available as a part of the InfoWars MD supplement line that we've just released. Tumeric 95, Better Mood Plus, Nitrix Boost, Libido RX, Superfood Greens, all of these available now at InfoWarsStore.com. It really is a 360 win. You really are getting a fantastic product that will help you achieve your goals. It'll help you 
you know, be as healthy as you can possibly be, be as productive as you can possibly be, be as joyful and as joyous as you can possibly be. I mean, that really is the key to destroying the new world order is to reject their fear, reject their demoralization and laugh in their faces when they want you to treat them with the utmost sincerity and respect. No, reject them outright and show them how little you care about them by doing the one thing they don't want you to do. Support InfoWars at InfoWarsStore.com. Again, from the crew and myself, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas, and we'll see you back again on Tuesday. So look forward to that. And again, just uh, just enjoy yourselves. Have a, have a wonderful Christmas, and, and we'll see you on the other side, folks. Uh, for now, enjoy this rebroadcast of the American Journal. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Thanks so much for being here with us this morning. Be a good show today. We're going to open up the phone lines real early today and take phone calls uh, throughout the show. Again, asking the question, what was the biggest story of the year? We'll go through some of your suggestions from last time that we asked this prompt of our callers just so we can avoid doubling up. But I really want to know what what are some what are some missed stories? What are some stories that have just flown under the radar that we've forgotten about that were huge stories at the time and then faded quickly from memory. I really want to get your suggestions for that as we head into the long Christmas weekend. We are going to be off tomorrow and Monday, so we'll be playing a rebroadcast of this show and yesterday's show with uh, some special little inserts as well, so be sure to tune in. But we're all going to take a little break for uh, for Christmas and uh, enjoy time with our friends and family, as we hope you are as well. Lots of stuff to talk about today, though. We've got lots of videos, especially from the Cary Lake lawsuit, uh, the trial taking place in Arizona right now. In fact, that's in our Daily Dispatch. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 22nd of December, 2022. Kerry Lake trial reveals 42.5% improper ballots in examination. Testimony points to voter disenfranchisement. Pretty incredible stuff. Just one of the many shocking revelations from this trial, and we'll show you lots of videos from this and talk about it quite a bit in today's show. Ballots reviewed in Wednesday's examination of ballots cast in Maricopa County for November's gubernatorial elections were not valid. According to Republican candidate Carrie Lake's legal team, a tweet from the Lake War Room said that 48 out of 113 ballots reviewed during the examination were 19-inch ballots produced on 20-inch paper. Oh, oopsies. Oh, oopsie daisy. Oh, whoopsies. We screwed up the entire election. Oh, darn it. It happened at this crucial time, at this crucial location. Ah, shoot. The one you were going to lose until that happened. Darn it. Isn't that, yeah, it's just terrible how that happens. Terrible coincidences in our election system. Gosh, this one inch discrepancy can cause chaos. 
or caused chaos on Election Day, causing the mass rejection of these votes as they were attempted to be read through the tabulators. The Kerry Lake War Room wrote on Wednesday as the former broadcast legal broadcaster's legal team seeks to prove that the election tampering took place, leading to the victory of her opponent, Katie Hobbs. And again, we will uh, return to this and show you lots of videos of testimony on both sides, and you get a pretty clear view of what's actually happening, what actually happened that day. Meanwhile, House GOP locates emails, text showing Pelosi office directly involved in failed January 6th security. See, this is the type of thing that would have been revealed if this was a real trial rather than a show trial that took place with the January 6th committee. Not only would you have had all of the uh, Trump side of the aisle you know, called to testify and forced to provide evidence, but maybe the uh, defense would have also been able to put on some sort of you know, stand at the trial. But I guess we're having to do this sort of piecemeal, but it's still coming together. House Republicans gathered a trove of text and email messages showing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office was directly involved in the creation and editing of the Capitol Security Plan that failed during the January 6, 2021 riot, and that security officials later declared they'd been denied again and again the resources needed to protect the, one of the nation's most important homes of democracy. Pretty incredible stuff. The internal uh, communications were made public Wednesday in a report compiled by Rep- Republican representatives Rodney Davis, Jim Banks, Troy Niels, Jim Jordan, Kelly Armstrong. It encompasses the results of months of investigation they did of evidence that had been ignored by the Democrat-led January 6th committee. The lawmakers were authorized by House Minority Leader uh, Kevin McCarthy to do their own probe. The report concludes that the Capitol was left vulnerable on January 6th as a result of failures by the Democratic leadership of the House and law enforcement leaders in the Capitol Police who allowed concerns about the, quote, optics of having armed guards and National Guardsmen visible to the public to override the need for enhanced security. So just just so we're just so we're clear here, the uh, Democrats were the ones in charge of Capitol security. So, I mean, just. It's really wild. It's really wild. You know, there's always this idea of two realities playing on one on one screen. It's how it was popularized by uh, Scott Adams on Twitter. I saw him post yesterday. Like in one reality, the vaccines were perfect and worked well and saved millions of lives. In the other reality, they're dangerous and are killing people. I guess there's just two. Re- I guess these are irreconcilable. Well, one of them is a lie, right? One of them is false. One of them is a lie. One of them is tangibly f- fabricated, complete just falsification. The other is the reality. The other is the truth. There, there aren't two realities. There's one reality and there's a fantasy. So just like the COVID vaccines or just like COVID itself, just like January 6th, there's not two realities. There's the reality and the fantasy. The reality is that January 6th was a 99.9% peaceful protest in which the only people murdered were those killed by the police, the peaceful unarmed protesters who were murdered at point blank range. And the entire thing was orchestrated and allowed to happen by police standing there with the open door, high-fiving protesters going in, not even trying to prevent them from entering. See, that's the reality of what happened. Peaceful protest, no big deal. They didn't burn the Capitol down. They didn't murder anybody. Nobody died. And by the way, the protest itself was predicated on reality. It was predicated on the 
falsification of the 2020 election through the change of the mail-in ballot system and et cetera, et cetera. We can get into it. The false reality, the fantasy, is that this was some sort of singular, unique, violent insurrection, overthrow, coup, Pearl Harbor, 9-11 catastrophe of unprecedented importance. Right. So one of those is real. One of them is the fabricated media creation. Just just so we're getting a hand on this. And again, we'll revisit that later in the show as well. Meanwhile, uh, of course, the biggest story of of the day, I mean, really a a, a once in a lifetime event we all get to be witness to Zelensky address uh, address meets divided House GOP preparing to grab purse strings. Of course, this was Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky braving the crime-ridden streets of Washington, D.C. before returning to the relative safety of a war zone. In this case, giving a speech in his pajamas and demanding more money, more money, more money. We need more money. You have to give us more money. What the purpose of this is and why exactly we are uh, responsible for this, nobody even bothers to ask. But again, we'll revisit that a little bit later and talk about exactly what the response is to this uh, Zelensky. I don't know. I don't know if it's begging or if it's shaking down, but he's getting his money one way or another. Can't be bothered to put a tie on. Still has to look like he's on the front lines, even though he's never been on the front lines. But that's all right. That's all right. He's just some sort of gremlin wearing pajamas. You can just imagine a uh, you know, goblin from Lord of the Rings, but dressed in a green tracksuit. Just like, you don't give us money. <laughs> Everybody's like, yay. We'll raise the flag of Mordor. Yay. <clears throat> Meanwhile, quote, unexpected mRNA vaccines increase risk of contracting COVID-19. Each booster shot raises risk even more in a study of 51,000 Cleveland Clinic workers. Yeah, I guess you could call that unexpected. I guess it's a little bit unexpected when you have a vaccine that the whole world is telling you you have to take, demanding you take without looking at what's in it or actually testing its efficacy a little bit unexpected that that vaccine actually makes you more likely to get covid yeah i guess that's unexpected a little bit unexpected like when you throw water on fire and it somehow gets bigger well that wasn't expected right yeah about as about as unexpected as your dog talking i don't know i mean yeah i guess it's unexpected Again, we'll revisit this a little bit later as well, but but moving on for our Daily Dispatch here. Another just major story. Finally, the liberals did it. They finally got Trump's income tax return, and they're shocked that he paid $0 in income tax in 2020. Absolutely incredible. Uh, that is actually because he lost money in 2020 and uh, usually don't pay taxes on money that you've lost. Uh, yeah, he also forfeited his uh, salary, so that was... Um, you know, a couple hundred thousand right there given back to the government. But uh, you would think that a corrupt person wouldn't lose money while in office. Uh, but then again, these people are insane and nothing they believe comports with reality. Introducing our new incredible supplement line, InfoWars MD. Now in 60 seconds, it's hard to tell you how incredible these products are. But all of these products are already sold on store shelves under other brand names for up to twice the cost we're selling it to you. These are high-end. These are the very best. You know our body's ultimate turmeric formula is amazing? Well, guess what? We now have turmeric 95 that's basically the same formula for a lower price. CBD oil of the highest quality. Up to 50% less 
than major competitors selling the exact high-quality, full-spectrum CBD. And it goes on for all the new InfoWars MD products at InfoWarsStore.com. The highest quality, directly from the manufacturer, to your door at prices up to 50%, in some cases 100% lower than what they're sold for in stores. InfoWars MD at InfoWarsStore.com. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation, Great Reset Combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. And that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal. We have a lot of stuff to cover today. We'll start off with what happened yesterday in the Cary Lake trial. It will continue today at around 8.30. I think that's an hour from now, uh, Arizona time. Pretty stunning revelations made in the first day. Again, I don't, I don't know if anything's going to come of this, but it is nice actually having... A day in court rather than just the claims being made by one side being utterly and completely ignored while the mainstream media baselessly called them conspiracy theorists and extremists for daring to just demand that their votes be legitimately counted. Of course, from the Daily Dispatch from Postmillennial. Kerry Lake trial reveals 42.5% improper ballots in examination. Testimony points to voter disenfranchisement. So they took a random sample of ballots, 113 of them, and found that 48 of them were 19-inch ballots produced on 20-inch paper. This one-inch discrepancy can cause chaos on Election Day, causing the mass rejection of these votes as they were attempted to be read through the tabulators. The Kerry Lake War Room wrote on Wednesday, as the former broadcaster's legal team seeks to prove the election tampering took place, leading to the victory of her opponent, Katie Hobbs. That's 42.5% illegal ballots in their random samples. The election was completely illegitimate, the Lake War Room quote tweeted. The defense is arguing that even If what Lake's team is claiming was true, the ballots would be tabulated later on and the votes would still be counted. In another tweet, they wrote, this is how disenfranchised Maricopa County voters on Election Day – this is how they disenfranchised Maricopa counties on Election Day. The ballots were designed to be unable to be read through these machines. This wasn't an error. It was malice. The process worked exactly as they intended it to. The race between Hobbs and Lake was decided by less than 18,000 votes with the Democrat candidate winning – 
uh, yeah, we don't need to go over the exact numbers, but less than 18,000 votes. The court put forward by Lake's team con- uh, by Lake's team contest her loss. The counts were thrown out by Maricopi Superior Court Judge Peter Thompson with eight being tossed while two counts were allowed to proceed. These counts deal with the alleged intentional misconduct. Lake told Turning Point USA's America Fest on Tuesday that this marked a huge win for her legal team, saying we got great news. We're taking these bastards to trial, adding that Hobbs would take the stand in the trial. It was later announced that Lake's attorney, by Lake's attorney, that they had withdrawn the subpoena for Hobbs to testify. The Maricopa County, Maricopa County wants you to believe they're so incompetent that all of the problems on Election Day can be written off as mistakes. <laughs> you know you're not in a good position when you're like, no, trust me, I'm just terrible at this. No, no, no. <laughs> believe me, it wasn't on purpose. I'm just really bad at my job. Like, I have one thing to do every four years, and I cannot do it. I am just uh, to complete incompetent. I mean, I, I should not be working here. I should be working at McDonald's. <laughs> I can maybe handle the, the milkshake machine, but I mean, in charge of voting? No, I'm an idiot. I'm really stupid. Trust me, that's all that's going on here. That's all that's happening. There's no, there's nothing, you know, uh, uh, devious going on. I'm just real dumb, guys. I'm just real bad at what I do. The only thing I do, the one thing I'm supposed to do every two to four years. I just can't do it. I'm bad at it. But it wasn't on purpose. I'm just stupid. That's their argument. Essentially, that's their argument. 1920, is that, is there a difference? (laughs) You think I can count to 20? Believe me, I'm a Democrat. I can't, I mean, come on. Ridiculous. Maricopa County wants you to believe they're so incompetent. They can be all be written off as mistakes. Would that make it any better? Is the election better run by clowns and not crooks? This was no accident. And we're done with the circus. The Lake War Room would go on to tweet. Of course, that's not really an excuse. I mean, it doesn't work on any other facet of American life. You still, you know, go to prison if you accidentally shoot somebody versus meaning to kill them. It's a different charge, but you still go to prison for a little while. And that should be the same thing here. Uh, also from Just the News, top Maricopa election office offices couldn't reconcile 15,000 disparity in outstanding votes. This according to an internal email recently disclosed internal communications between top election officials in Arizona's Maricopa County in the immediate aftermath of Election Day reveal they struggled to reconcile a discrepancy of almost 16,000 in outstanding ballot totals. The governor's race in Arizona was decided by a margin of just over 17,000 votes. Maricopa County was plagued by numerous issues with ballot machines at many of its vote centers on Election Day, resulting in delays and long lines. And again, we'll, we'll go to videos of the testimony from yesterday, probably in the in the next segment. But you know, there's a, a certain point where coincidence becomes suspicious, right? Where there's just there's just too much coincidence here or there. If you remember in 2020, there were like five states that the Democrats were very eager to tell everyone that they had to go out and vote. The, these were the the five states that it really mattered, and there were certain population centers in those states that were absolutely necessary for the Democrats to win. You get those those five population centers in those five states and you you win the whole shebang and it just happened to be those five states and those five population centers that had so much trouble on election night oh it was it was places like georgia remember i I used to show the most perhaps egregious example was um Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga made a video where she just is like, these five states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, like you mentioned the five states, and it just, it just happened to be those five states and no others that had massive difficulties on election night. She's like, what are the odds? What are the odds? 
I can't even calculate it. I mean, if it was just one state, it'd be one in 50, right? But for those five states, just those five states and no others to have massive problems on election night, and they happen to be just the five states that the Democrats themselves were announcing they were the ones that they needed to win. I mean, at a certain point, it goes beyond coincidence and enters into the realm of conspiracy. This level of suspicion should be rising. So same thing happened here, right? It was Arizona, very important state for the Democrats to have control of with the border, with the fact that it's somewhat purple and could help decide the uh, presidential you know, campaign. It was where Kerry Lake was fought a really you know, hard fight and was really doing super well. And it just so happened that that was the state where everything uh, went to crap and it was the most you know, populous centers there. That suddenly you had to wait four or five hours in line just to vote, which not everybody can do. I mean, this is literal disenfranchisement. They'll cry all day about voter ID as if that disenfranchises anybody at all. It it doesn't, right? That's just a a ridiculous claim that they like to make because they don't want voter integrity. Like, that's it. They just don't – they don't want anybody to be able to shore up the voting system, and so they look around at each other and go, uh, do we call it anti-Semitic? I don't know. Do we call it – we can call it racist. We call it, but isn't that kind of racist itself, saying black people can't get IDs? I guess, but we'll just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Just call it racist anyway and claim that demanding voter ID is somehow disenfranchising people. What really disenfranchises people is when uh, they can't vote on election day, when they go to vote on election day and all of the machines are broken. And they're told to go somewhere else, and they go to that other place, and the machines are broken there. And they go to a third place, and the machines are broken there. And then the day's over, and they can't vote. That's disenfranchisement. So whether it was an accident or whether it was on purpose, the Maricopa County officials disenfranchised possibly tens of thousands of their own citizens just coincidentally on the most important election of their lives and this very important uh, swing state, uh, you know, necessary to win state for the democrats so uh, coincidence or conspiracy i think you know where my brain tends to go and we'll get into this again show you some more videos on the other side we'll also open up the phone calls don't go anywhere folks this is the american journal until about 150 years ago cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors they associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Videos now of what happened yesterday in the trial 
that Kerry Lake is bringing against the Arizona election officials who either, I mean, at this point, the only option is incompetence or malice. I don't know if it matters necessarily, but I guess that's what we're trying to figure out. We'll go to some of these videos before we do from Kerry Lake's war room. Whistleblowers at both MTEC and Runbeck confirmed that the legal chain of custody was not followed. No documentation taken. Personal items like handbags and purses allowed into the room as well. Just really exposing the thoroughly shattered nature of our electoral system, which again, you know, just like everything, and just like I have to repeat myself time and time again, it's like these are not uh, insurmountable issues. These are not problems that require some sort of, you know, novel creation. You know, it's, there's nothing, there's no invention that needs to be fabricated to uh, fix these problems. It's just, you could just do things normally. You could just have paper ballots and people count them and report them. And uh, it seems like it'd all be pretty simple. But no, instead, we have to have this insanely complicated, completely insecure system of reporting uh, by which nobody can know if anything's legitimate at all. Very convenient if you want to screw the election over, which again, it's not like it's not like we're saying that because this system is so screwed up, therefore it must be corrupt. It's just because the system is so messed up, if the election was corrupt, there's no way of knowing it. There's no way of stopping it. There's no way of preventing it. Makes me think of a, of a lot of other things. They weren't following the legal requirements for chain of custody. Expert in Kerry Lake trial, Heather Honey, destroys Maricopa County's defense. We'll show that one in just a second. But let's begin with a video from a week ago where in a pre-trial meeting, the defendants in the Kerry Lake versus Katie Hobbs uh, trial were asked if uh, people could inspect the ballots prior to uh, the trial taking place, and they uh, made them a little bit uncomfortable. Clip number 14. Let's roll that now. This do intend to file a ARS 16677 uh, motion today for access to the ballots or some of the ballots. And so we will... We will courtesy copy that on all of the uh, on council for all the parties. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a little bit uncomfortable. A little bit of squirming. They're gonna ask to inspect the ballots. Gee, that's gonna make them look really bad. A little bit awkward. Zoom sucks. Yeah, Zoom Zoom is just the worst. So, uh, you know, there, there's like a lot of instances like this. I, I don't know why we can't just do things in person now. Yeah, longest awkward pause in history. And again, uh, it's, you know, it's not just that. For some reason, the Maricopa County recorder was also testifying by Zoom. Why can't you be in the courtroom? Are you still pretending COVID's a thing? Is there some sort of other devious reason for this? <laughs> Getting notes behind the computer screen or something? Like, why? just why? Why do we have to do this uh, through Zoom? We are not 
not necessary anymore, but that's fine. That's all right. Uh, let's go now to clip number 11, where the Maricopa County recorder admits the chain of custody is totally meaningless. They don't count how many ballots leave the you know, uh, voting area before they're received at the tabulation center. And again, just gives you an idea of how thoroughly disjointed this process is. And again, apologies, you have to deal with the many issues with doing things remotely that could very well be done in person. Just annoying, but let's watch. Have you submitted them in respect to a public records request under the law? Sorry, I see Joe standing up, but I don't know if that's live. Yeah, he's sitting. I can see him too. He's sitting. Um, I, I believe we have. Okay. And so, on election day, it would have been easy for you to figure out how many ballots he received. Well, we had to get them all in, and it was quite a process throughout okay. the night, and I don't believe it was... You, you can look at the forms and add the numbers, correct? You could have a staff member do that? Well, we added them up. We, they're not counted at the individual voting locations. They are counted when they get back to MCTEC, and then they are recounted at Runback. Uh, All right. And so you reported then on, uh, I believe it was the 9th, that's the day after the election, that there were 270,000 early ballots received. Is that correct? That was my estimate at the time. Now you tweeted it, correct? If you say so. And then you said that again in the afternoon on the press office. Is that correct? I said I believe there were at least 275,000 early ballots dropped off on election day. All right. And was that the same number you reported to the Secretary of State's office on that day? I do not report to the Secretary of State's office that's handled by the tabulation side. Okay, and that would be the Maricopa County Recorder? I am the Maricopa County Recorder, no. That would be the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. All right, so they count the ballots when they come in. (laughs) All I want to know is, does anybody know when those ballots leave the polling split centers, the voting centers, how many are in the bins? When the ballots leave, the early ballots leave the voting centers, no, they are not counted at the voting center. So nobody knows how many are in the bins when they arrive at MCT, correct? Correct. But according to your testimony, they contain documents that tell you how many are in the bins? No, they contain chain of custody documents. And it's your testimony that you count them at MCT? Correct. There's like yeah we just don't we don't count the ballots really we just don't we just don't count them until they arrive at the center tabulation area but but why not <laughs> but but why don't you though <laughs> I mean I mean how can anybody trust the election I, regardless of the outcome of this trial or not is it not clear that this is just utterly screwed I mean you think that's complicated let's go now to uh, clip number nineteen where they they make the distinction that you didn't have ballots rejected by tabulators. They just weren't being read by tabulators. Uh, Okay, let's watch. So you you don't believe that what happened on November 8th was not a disruption in the election process? 
I do not couch it as that. Are, are you aware that uh, Supervisor Gate uh, came out on election day and said 20% of all vote centers were affected by uh, these issues with ballots being rejected by the tabulators? Again, we didn't have ballots rejected by tabulators. They were not being read in by tabulators, but that's not a disruption when voters still had valid options to participate in dropping in those ballots in our secure door number three, which is a similar process that eight other counties use as their only option for voters to be able to return their ballots. Yeah, Mr. Jerry, you're not answering my question. My question isn't what other options existed for voters. My question is, would you agree that there was a disruption of at least 20% of the vote centers in Maricopa that caused delays in the voting process? Objection, Your Honor. The witness has already answered this question as to whether he characterizes it as a disruption. Yeah, I'll overrule if you can answer it. You may, sir. I'm not changing my response. (laughs) The smug smile. I mean, I'm sorry. Is is whether there was disruption up for debate? Were there not people standing in line for hours on end? Were they not turned away? Did tens of thousands of Maricopa County voters not fail to cast their vote that day? How can you even make the argument that there wasn't a disruption? I've taken a lot of supplements over the years since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with, and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 Testosterone Boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
ladies and gentlemen, we're going to finish up with the Carrie Lake trial here. Open up the phone lines, take your calls throughout the next two hours as we continue to talk about all things conspiracy, whether it's the great overarching conspiracy of the Great Reset and COVID scheme, et cetera, et cetera, or just the necessary domino in that chain, the conspiracy to create an unnecessary war in Ukraine for the benefit of all the worst people in the world, basically. We also have uh, some free speech topics and some January 6th uh, stuff coming up as the House GOP actually looks into Nancy Pelosi's involvement on the, the, the black day, the dark day, the worst day in American history, the day that several thousand Americans wandered through the Capitol with permission by the Capitol Police. My God, how will we ever recover? And again, all of this is intertwined, right? Because January 6th itself was a protest against the corrupt election system. And now we're seeing that that corrupt election system has been allowed to continue unabated. They weren't following the legal requirements for chain of custody. That's what the expert Heather Honey said in the Larry uh, Carrie Lake trial. We'll get to her in just a second. But first, let's return to this uh, Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richer, or Ricker. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I don't think he deserves a correct pronunciation. Let's go to clip number 12 here, where the Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richer, testified under oath that he did not create a pack that he uh, actually did and was very proud of. Let's go now to clip number 12. Isn't it true that you ran a political action committee that was opposed and spent money opposing my client for That is 100% false. 100% false. 100% false that he ran a pack opposed to questioning the election. Thanks to a few generous donors... Uh, This is now launching. Join me if you care about traditional Republican stuff, free people, free markets, rule of law, but don't believe conspiracies about the 2020 election or that January 6th was a tourist event. The Maricopa County Recorder is launching a pack to support Republicans running for non-federal Arizona offices who acknowledge the uh, validity of the 2020 election and condemn the events of of January 6th, 2021 as a terrible result of the lies told about the November election. Isn't that interesting? So November of 2021... It looks like Stephen Richer was actually running a pack that said exactly the thing that he said it didn't say. Hold on, let it, let it keep going. That, that video wasn't, wasn't quite over yet. We can bring it up. But uh, there, yeah, there it is. Uh, Stephen Richer creates pact to back pro-democracy Republicans. Again, November 17th, 2021, uh, 2022 rather, uh, no, uh, Republican candidates who reject the false and baseless claims that the last election was rigged may have some extra financial support in the next one, courtesy of Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer. I must have forgotten. He must have forgotten that he posed for that picture where his, his giant ugly face is on the article talking about the pack that he created, the pro-democracy Republicans of Arizona pack that he was in question about and said he'd never even heard of. Pretty incredible. I guess, you know, we just uh, can't trust this guy, which is strange because he's responsible for the election. Seems like something you'd want somebody trustworthy, a position you'd want somebody trustworthy to, uh, to be in. But, hey, what do I know? Uh. Here's some more testimony. Let's go to clip number two here. 25-plus-year cybersecurity expert and certified forensic investigator testifies under oath that based on Maricopa Maricopa election election officials admitting they used the wrong sizes for ballots on election day, that it was the cause of the vote center tabulation rejection. Let's go now to clip number two. 
You've heard previous testimony. Were you here for Mr. Jarrett's testimony? Yes, sir, I was. And did you hear Mr. Jarrett testify that in the November 2022 general election, a 20-inch ballot was used? Yes, sir, I did. Would a 19-inch ballot image projected on a 20-inch piece of paper used in the election in Maricopa for November 2022 have when it was placed into one of these vote center tabulators? It would cause it to be rejected. And that's exactly what happened. So, I mean, the the scheme is actually not that complicated. You purposefully print out the wrong size ballots without telling anybody. You make it complicated to communicate or you know correct the issue on election day that just immediately causes a massive pile up as the machines get jammed as they try to troubleshoot what the issue is and you know the outcome is obviously that tens of thousands of people will not be able to vote in certain districts you know and thankfully according to uh you know, the people that run this, it was the districts that uh, would have voted for uh, Kerry Lake overwhelmingly. So, you know, when it's, a, when it's a somewhat close race or even not a close race, you can drastically change the outcome with just a few simple tricks, just a few simple little maneuvers here. And as reported in the Gateway Pundit, the, uh, an expert in the Kerry Lake trial, Heather Honey, really took a torch to Maricopi's defense Heather Honey destroyed any suggestion that Maricopa County followed the law in regard to the chain of custody requirements according to the law of, in the 2020 election, 2022 election. Uh, chain of custody experts on both Runback and Maricopa County, they weren't following the legal requirements of chain of custody. Here is Heather Honey on chain of custody. Um, uh, ballots were received back from the drop boxes. And um, her concern was that uh, specifically the um, the seals were being removed when the um, uh, ballots were received back from the drop boxes. And um, her concern was that uh, specifically the um, the seals were being removed from the transport containers um, and the ballots inside were not counted. Uh, she you know, that was a requirement as she understood it. And the fact that they were just taking those ballots out of the transport containers without counting them um, was was her primary concern. And then, okay, so we have two different people you have spoken to working in two different places, correct? Correct. One's here at Runbeck, the third party vendor, and one's here at McTech, right? MC Tech? Mm-hmm. All right. And both of them are both telling you that there is no chain of custody on election day for ballots being transported from MC Tech to Runback. Is that correct? Correct. They weren't following the the legal requirements for chain of custody. So there were seals on the containers um, when they transported them, but the, the specific issues were that they were just cutting them open, taking the ballots out, putting them in trays without regard to how many or and there was no documentation um there were handbags and purses um where they were processing the um the the ballots that was a con- uh. yeah, bit of a concern yeah a bit of a concern so again just th- there is no chain of custody you can basically throw out this whole election if there's no chain of custody there's no way to guarantee that the vote totals are accurate i mean just the, where you most hear chain of custody is in terms of like evidence for criminal trials 
And just like in a criminal trial, if the police just come up with evidence and go, oh, yeah, here's the gun that he used to trust us. This is the one. But they can't prove where they found that gun or, you know, that it was processed in the appropriate way through the legal process to guarantee that the evidence that they're presenting is accurate. Then you can't present that evidence in trial because – because it's illegal because you because anybody could make anything up and just go oh yeah no trust us this is the gun it's got his fingerprints all over it's like that's not how this works there has to be very secure process by which this evidence is presented or these votes are counted if that's not taking place doesn't mean that automatically there has been mismanagement or some sort of corruption taking place but it means that if there was corruption there'd be no way of knowing it so you have to just assume that it's been corrupted you can't just assume that it's okay that's the opposite of what you should do uh but finally here is heather honey uh again expert investigator and supply chain expert 30 plus years of experience talking about how stephen richard the guy that we saw testify earlier when he was like i'm not in charge of that sort of smacks that down and was like, well, you're supposed to be. Let's watch. Recorder Richer hypothetically were to testify that, oh, no, I'm not responsible for drop boxes on election day. Would that be accurate? It's my understanding, according to the EPM, that it specifically makes the recorder or the recorder's designee responsible for uh, the secure retrieval of ballots deposited in drop boxes. So it would be my understanding that that applies um, to election day. There is no exception to the requirements for election day. So the person that's in charge says he's not in charge. He didn't actually do it. They don't actually have a chain of custody. Nobody actually counted the ballots when they left one place before they got to another. The whole thing is completely screwed. And of course, they want us just to trust this process unthinkingly just don't ask questions don't look into it don't search for evidence just let us count the votes and we can come up with as many as we want whenever we want and there's no way to prove otherwise it's hard to believe sometimes that we are still live on air broadcasting free worldwide and it seems quite real that things can change in an instant things are getting very weird and it's definitely more difficult than ever to even know what's going on but we'll keep doing our best so long as you keep us on the air and you can do that now at infowarstore.com help us clear out our stock of bodies turmeric vitamin c with zinc and alpha power turn those shady federal reserve notes into the highest quality supplements available while they still last now with free shipping we thank you for your support And we wish you a very peaceful, happy, and Merry Christmas. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Actually, I'm just here to introduce to you the rebroadcast that we'll be playing here on the Friday and the Monday on either side of Christmas weekend as the crew and myself will be spending time with our families. We thank you so much for tuning in, as always, and thank you so much for your support. 
as we continue this fight really for the sake of humanity and as we continue to take the the rest that we need to get back into the fight back on the front lines and to wage this war of information with all of the energy and severity it deserves because indeed humanity finds itself at a crossroads right now and it's more important than ever that an outlet like InfoWars exist i've been saying recently InfoWars really is the last uncensored show on earth and it is i mean whether it's big tech or mainstream media or even the alternative media that is so careful not to step over certain lines none of them can hold a candle to the just sheer raw reality that we try to portray here at infowars you know there really is something utterly unique and original about info original about infowars and it's why i started following alex jones way back when i was i don't know 11 or 12 and watched the the towers come down i had a lot of questions i had a lot of questions and the only person that seemed to actually be interested in finding answers was this strange angry man from austin texas uh fast forward a couple decades and here i still have to pinch myself reminding myself that i actually work here at this headquarters of human liberty at this singular outlet for the truth it's really an amazing opportunity so thank you so much for giving not just myself but all of us here at infowars the opportunity to wage this ceaseless peaceful war of information whether it's the content creators at band.video like Greg Reese and Brian Wilson and John Bowne and Christy Lee and so many others, or the crew that works tirelessly behind the scenes, not just during the show, but before and after the show to bring you not just the information that you appreciate, but also to package it in a way that shows that we're not just we're not just some slapdash organization here. We put the thought and the, the focus and the care into what we do that hopefully can help to spread the message because it all goes towards that singular goal. It's why we don't charge for our content. The content itself is free. We just ask that you go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. And, of course, we thank you, whether it's those content creators at Bandai Video or the crew that work so hard behind the scenes or the crew that doesn't even work on the shows but is doing customer service and helping to, to ship and get the products out. This is a massive you know, war machine that we're operating here and it would be impossible without your help. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for tuning in as you do today and every day to get the news, to tell your friends, to spread the links, to spread the word, and of course to support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com to make sure that our 2023 is the biggest year it can possibly be. The Real Red Pill Plus makes it easy, 50% off. That's the introductory price that you're paying for the Real Red Pill uh, plus, and it's a reformulated version of one of our best-selling products, and it has 100% of your di- uh, daily value, the daily recommended dosage of any number of vitamins and minerals such as vitamin K, niacin, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, all of them in this one powerful package specially formulated for InfoWarsStore.com. You know, some of the products that we have are just – they're just very popular products that you can find at any store. We just have them private labeled and at a better price than you can find them at your local store. We just we 
have deals with the manufacturer. The real Red Pill Plus is something else. It's something that we have formulated ourselves. Our own scientists have put this together to be the most powerful supplement it can possibly be. And, of course, it is that 360 win as not only do you get this incredibly powerful product that can help you achieve your own goals and keep you as healthy as possible, but it also goes towards keeping us on the air and keeping us in this fight. So thank you again from all of us here at InfoWars. We hope you have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and we'll see you back on Tuesday, folks. Here are the links, won't you? Band.video, InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at Band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Still to come in today's program talking about the Zelensky speech and the fallout from Washington. We'll be taking your phone calls about the top stories of the year. Let me give you the, the list of what we have so far. These are the suggestions that came to us last time we opened up the phone lines with this, uh, with this question. These are the answers, rather. 2022 top stories. The bio labs in Ukraine, the military industrial complex, the nukes, uh, uh, you know, getting us right to the line of exchanging nukes with Russia, vaccines being more deadly than the virus itself. In other words, the sudden death phenomenon that really you know, took flight in 2022. Uh, that story of the grandmother who was kicked out of the YMCA for daring to question a full-grown man leering at little girls as they were undressing and then only to be protested by Antifa, shut down by the police and that grown man leering at little children in the locker room, being given hundreds of thousands of dollars by liberals. Really incredible stuff. You had uh, several examples of massive protests this year, the trucker protest, the farmer protest in the Netherlands, and of course the COVID protest in China. Elon Musk Twitter takeover, uh, definitely a massive story, as well as the Twitter leaks that came about because of that. You have the basically the revelation and the collapse of the World Economic Forum. Uh, Bitcoin. And the uh, announcement of central bank digital currency, climate change, Ten Commandments. That was a big story that we've covered here but hasn't gotten coverage practically anywhere else. Pfizer admitting to the EU that the vaccine wasn't tested. That, again, sort of a a major conclusion in a long-running saga. Taking baby formula from Americans and giving it to illegal immigrants. Major scandal. Uh, Suicide program in Canada. Again, the Died Suddenly program, FTX being a major story, and the Nord Stream pipeline sabotage that now even the Washington Post admits was not done by Russia. Gee, who could it have been? Gee, gosh, who – I'm just – I don't know. We don't know. Who could it have been? If it wasn't Russia, it must have been – oh, shoot, it's us. Oh, darn it, it was us. Oh, well. Oh, well, moving on. So those are the stories that we've already been suggested, so if you have – other suggestions of things that we're missing, I have, I have my own ideas, but I want to hear from you fine folks, one 2539 But before we go out to your phone calls, I want to, I want to revisit or well, tell you what's happening with the Twitter files. The FBI has released a statement on the Twitter files, clip number 17. We'll go to that, <laughs> we'll go to that now. As Kim.com says, when you thought the world couldn't get any crazier, the FBI now claims that the words of its own agents in tons of emails released by the Twitter files are conspiracy theories and misinformation. 
Okay. Yeah, don't, don't trust your lying eyes, folks. Let's go to clip number 17, the FBI releasing a statement on the Twitter files. Alert. Now we are getting our first response from the FBI to the Twitter file dumps. The statement reads, the correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional longstanding and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements, which involve numerous companies over multiple sectors and industries. As evidenced in the correspondence, the FBI provides critical information to the private sector in an effort to allow them to protect themselves and their customers. The men and women of the FBI work every day to protect the American public. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. That, Justin. John? All right. Noted. The White House struggling to <laughs> find a coherent message out of Yeah, Noted. Fantastic. No comments on that? No no uh, thoughts as to what the FBI just said? I have some thoughts. Pretty outrageous. But it goes to show you that what is going on behind the scenes, not just at Twitter, but at every big tech company and probably most corporations in general, it's not some rogue FBI agent you know, acting beyond the you know, purview of his you know, justified actions, but is uh, something they're going to continue to do regardless of whether it violates the First Amendment or not. So again, that FBI statement is, quote, it is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. You know what discredits the agency more than anything else? That response you just gave. If you wanted to credit the agency, if you wanted the agency to have any just remote semblance, an iota of credibility with the American public ever again, you would come out and say, we are incredibly troubled at the revelations of the Twitter files. We are conducting an internal review to make sure that our agent, but that's not what they're doing, is it? No, they're spitting in your face. They're presented with the evidence of their own words, their own actions in violation of the First Amendment in cooperation with big tech companies to censor and silence true information by lying about that true information, they themselves are the misinformation and disinformation artists, and they're doubling down on that, just completely discrediting the FBI as a legitimate agency entirely. Pretty incredible stuff. Elon Musk claims the FBI paid Twitter to censor info from the public. Here's the, what the Twitter files actually show. Oh, thank goodness. Oliver Darcy from CNN is going to tell us what the Twitter files actually show. You could just read them yourself. You could just look for yourself at the uh, actual exchanges between the FBI and Twitter. But no, Oliver Darcy is going to tell you that that's not real. It's all fake. He says, Elon Musk is misleading the public again. The embattled billionaire, perhaps seeking to distract from the chaos he's wrought at the social media company, is making grossly misleading claims about Twitter and the FBI. And those claims are being blindly amplified by millions of Fox News and the rest of the powerful right-wing media machine, which seems to have no interest in the pesky truth and instead has repeatedly shown they'll consort stories to fit preconceived and erroneous narratives. I mean... What? <laughs> it's so funny. It just everything, they just have the same response to literally everything, right? They just literally have the same response to everything. You present undeniable proof of what's going on, 
and they just say, uh, that's not real. It's just you're just you know, Fox News, crazy conspiracy theories. We don't have to pay attention to you anymore. It's just wild. So like what so what is the even what is the uh discrepancy that uh Oliver Darcy is pointing out here? I can't find one. I can't find one. Uh, they say that uh Twitter has publicly posted on its website that the federal government will pay companies for their efforts to obtain the contents of communication records and other information. A fee for reimbursement of such costs is reasonably necessary, as which have been directly incurred in searching for, assembling, reproducing, or otherwise providing such information. So that's it. That's not at all what uh, was actually happening. Again, I guess we don't, I mean, who cares what ridiculous spin Oliver Darcy's trying to put on this because you can all just read it for yourself. And exactly what's going on. Clearly the biggest scandal uh, since Watergate. I mean, the actual destruction of the First Amendment. But it also brings up a number of questions about how the FBI has cooperated with Twitter in the past. After all, po- politics on Twitter isn't just about you know Trump calling people bad names. Like, that's not where the usefulness of Twitter in the political world is. Ends. I don't know if you remember this, but um, there's a little thing called the Arab Spring that took place a couple years ago. There's also this little thing called the uh, Maidan Revolution in Ukraine that helped to overthrow the duly elected president of Ukraine and replace them with an American puppet and start the ball rolling on what would become the Ukraine war that we now see rolling out. Uh, both of these credit Twitter with being instrumental in spreading the message and creating the atmosphere for which these revolutions could take place. So whether it was the fall of Libya or Egypt or Yemen or any of the other Arab Spring countries or the you know, fabricated attack on uh, Syria that also coincided with the Arab Spring or the revolution in Ukraine, Twitter has been central in allowing these, you know, creating these revolutions. And you have to wonder how useful the Pentagon and the FBI and others found it to use Twitter to undermine, subvert, and eventually take over foreign countries. This has been a tool in their toolkit for a while. We're just now starting to see how it's being used against the American people, but how has it been used globally? It's a question worth asking. Why does the establishment spend so much time demonizing InfoWars, attacking myself and the crew and our other host? Because they know we're pro-human. They know we're telling the truth. They know we've got their number. They know everything we do is about empowering humanity. And God gave us through Mother Nature incredible compounds that will supercharge our body stamina, libido, energy, and immune systems. And we came out many years ago with Real Red Pill Plus that has all the documented compounds like preglinone and so much more to supercharge your body and to give your body the key elements and the key ingredients it needs to function at a proper level. This is the answer to the New World Order's tyranny. This is Real Red Pill Plus, sold out for two years, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get the Red Pill Plus exclusively, InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. 
we are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Special airing of a very funny edit done by uh, American Journal editor and PSYOP cop Reese a little bit later in the show. Stay tuned for that. It'll definitely be something you're going to want to share around. We'll go to your phone calls here momentarily, just as a, as a little button on that last uh, segment that we did. Biden admin used taxpayer money to pay foreign reporters to promote climate alarm- alarmism around the world. The Biden regime used taxpayer money to pay foreign reporters to promote climate alarm alarmism around the world the climate change hoax is being used to dis- uh, redistribute wealth worldwide u.s taxpayers are being forced to pay other countries climate reparations while china and india refuse to reduce emissions just typical uh, the f PC reporting tour titled Combating the Climate Crisis Through U.S. Innovation ultimately took place during a two-week stretch in May 2021. The event was designed to promote the administration's goal of prioritizing the fight against climate change through global efforts to reduce emissions, according to the State Department. Fox News reported the State Department quietly announced this program, climate program in 2021. However, they did not disclose it would be funded by U.S. taxpayers. And, you know, there's... With all the talk about uh, Hitler these days and all this other nonsense, it's worth sort of reminding everybody what, what it means to be in a totalitarian state, right? What that, what that word totalitarian means, it means total, right? It just means the, the total civilization, the, the total society all works under the direction of one group, one ideology, one identity, whatever it is. You know, I always think about, you know, one of my favorite history books ever is called The Little History of the World, and it was written by a German guy in the 30s, and it was not allowed to be published. It's a great book. There was nothing inaccurate about it, but the Nazis had censors who had oversight and direct control of what got published anywhere in the country. And so this book that it didn't speak badly about the Nazis, in fact, because it was written in the 30s in Germany, it relied at least in part on a Nazi reading of history, a, a current at the time, a contemporary reading of history, which was in line with the Nazi beliefs of, of, uh, of history, especially around the First World War and the uh, ensuing Weimar Republic. So it, it wasn't that it was opposed to the Nazis. It wasn't that it was in contradiction to the dictates of the Nazi party. It just wasn't warlike enough. It just didn't celebrate war quite enough. It was a little bit too 
peaceful for the liking of the Nazi censors. So that book wasn't published in Germany at the time. It had to be published elsewhere later. Great book, Little History of the World. Wonderful for kids, by the way, if you're looking for a, a Christmas gift. I was like, this is the world that we're entering into, whether it's climate or COVID or the war in Ukraine or race or, or whatever. We're entering into a, a world where there's one view that's allowed, one view that's permitted, and you don't even have to be contradictory to that view. If you just don't express that view, if you don't embody and perpetuate the view they want you to perpetuate, then you won't be heard. You won't be funded, certainly, and you will probably be, face at least surveillance and possible punishment by the regime. That's the world that we're entering into. It really is totalitarianism manifest, and it's rooting itself here in the United States as we speak. And it's shocking how effective it is. We're going to talk a little bit later about Zelensky, the address that he's given, and the depressing reality of just how effective war propaganda is still to this day on the American people. I think maybe... One of the memes of the year would have to be this meme of uh, you know some some uh, right winger in the two thousands saying if you don't want to go to war with Iraq you aren't a patriot. Fast forward to two thousand twenty two and it's if you don't support Ukraine you're a Russian agent. It's just like have we not learned our lesson? Just just be ready. Just prepare yourself. Just remember the things you're saying, thinking, and doing now because in 10 years from now, we're going to rub your face in this. When everybody realizes, just like they do about the Iraq war, what a disastrous cesspit it truly was that we never should have gotten into, just remember that you were the ones advocating for this. Just like you were the ones advocating for the war in Iraq. Just like you were the ones advocating for the war in Ukraine. Just like you were the ones advocating for the war in Syria. And you're now the ones advocating for war in Ukraine. You've been wrong every single time. There's nothing different about this except that they've cloaked it in liberalism rather than patriotism because they need to choose the correct manipulation for your pathetic minds. Of course, in every one of these regards, InfoWars has firmly stood on the side of peace and have been proven out by time every single occasion. With that, let's go out to your phone calls. We have Kristen in Arizona who says she has proof of Maricopa County voter fraud. Kristen, thanks so much for calling in. You're on the air. You will be soon. Let's go to line number seven. All right, Kristen, go ahead. Super happy to share. So so I was um, a voter here in Maricopa County. And I walked into my voting place uh, election night, like six o'clock, and I noticed that in front of me were giant windows. So I was outside, and the voting, of course, was taking place and inside. I could vote. I could actually take a video of all that was happening. <laughs> so I post. I took a video of eleven minutes of all the, the ballots getting rejected. I go inside, have my ballot printed. I actually have my rejected uh, ballot was uh, my my original ballot was rejected thirty times. And then it was spoiled. They reprinted a new ballot for me. I have my ballot side by side. My my reprinted ballot is actually in a picture side by side with my spoiled original ballot. I still own the spoiled ballot. The spoiled ballot is 20-inch paper with a 19-inch image. Mm. So all of those things you can actually see on my social media. Um, <laughs> the videos there, the pictures of the ballot. And then last night, I took my ballot, my spoiled ballot, and I, I posted it next to a tape measure, so it's really clear to see. I think that what we have to remember is the last thing we should think about 
the tabulators themselves is what the media had us so focused on, what was happening with those tabulators. This was actually a low-tech deal. While we were busy in media focusing on what the tabulators were doing, they were stealing it with chain of custody. By them being able to jack up the system and have all of these ballots printed wrong, they're forcing the vote to, to be dropped into box number three. Box number three has no chain of custody. The chain of custody in Maricopa County is exactly this. At the end of the night, two volunteers jump in their Prius. They take the votes down to a warehouse, not even downtown. They take them to a warehouse and hand them off to Rubnick. So there's no chain of custody. They weren't counted beforehand. They weren't counted afterwards. My 11-minute video of unedited video shows exactly how many people were being rejected, the majority of them. The other thing you can see in the video is you can clearly see when people are holding their ballots, if it's 19 inches or 20 inches, 19 inches or 20 inches, you can see it rejected from the tabulator. You have to watch it. Okay, but where, 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 where can we watch this, Kristen? Where can we watch this? Um, Kristen and Hammond on Gab. Kristen M. Hammond me off on all of my other social media, so I'm only on Gab. All right, stay on the line for somebody to pick it up. Stand on the line, Kristen. Hold, hold on. Whoa, stand on the line. Really stand on the line. You're, hold on. Stay on the line, Kristen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We got to go to commercial break. We're going to talk to you during the commercial break to to get the information that uh, that you want to share, and we're going to come back to you on the other side because I have a couple questions for you as to how you think the uh, trial went, whether you think they got it right. So don't go anywhere, Kristen. Don't hang up. We'll be back on the other side. Talk a little bit more to Kristen and take the rest of your phone calls, including Sean in California. And it looks like we have a, a special call. Believe it or not, the president of Ukraine is on the line. I want We're you making to remember two words. InfoWars Platinum. In the history of InfoWars supplements, and they're amazing, this is hands down the most powerful, game-changing products we've ever offered to the public. Now, all three of these are private labels of three national bestsellers put out by a pharmaceutical company that also makes high-end supplements. And the owner's a listener and a supporter. So they're giving them to us at 40% off what they're sold on stores, over 20% off what they're sold online under the InfoWars Platinum brand name. These are incredible. Pain MD, HGH Max Boost, and of course, 1776 Testosterone Boost. Read about them at InfoWarsStore.com, learn about them, and then try them out for yourself. And I know you will be a repeat customer, which is awesome. It'll empower your life, make your life more amazing, and it will keep us on the air. A 360 win. InfoWars Platinum, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Since since we had the honor, the privilege, the the joy of welcoming Volodymyr Zelensky to our program, let's talk about the speech that he gave yesterday. As Yahoo News reports it, Zelensky wows Washington with inspiring address to Congress. You know, there's a lot of stuff we could say about this, not the least of which... The man is still wearing his pajamas, which is a little a little strange to be uh, addressing the august, the austere Congress of the United States, and to not not even bother putting a suit on. I mean, it's, 
He's wearing a costume. He's parading around the world in a costume, folks. He's, he's playing dress up like he's a soldier. This should be insulting to your intelligence. The shocking thing is how well this works on so many people. I mean, it really is not, uh, not okay, I guess you could say. I mean, it really is troubling how easily Americans fall for this sort of thing. I mean, you can almost understand something like COVID where you have, you know, the vast majority of Americans weren't ready for something like that. You know, the info warriors, we knew it was coming long ago. So as soon as we started seeing the warning signs, it was obvious what was going on. And we looked at absolutely everything with extreme skepticism. You can kind of understand how people unaware that this was the globalist plan from long ago would, would fall for the, the fear and the panic of an unknown virus spreading. What? Oh, my God. What do we do? Tell me what to do, Daddy. Father government, instruct me. You, you can almost kind of get that. When it comes to war, it's like how many times do you have to be fooled? How many times do we have to go through this same process before you realize that it's all fabricated? That it's not real, that the intense, you know, necessary things that are being done right now because we have to because it's war are, are just fabrications, that they're leaving out half the story. That what's being done overseas by our military has nothing to do with the benefit of the American people. It has everything to do with the benefit of international corporate banking overlords. I mean, is this. Do we really have to go through this again? I guess we do. I guess we do. Let's go to clip number 18 here. This is uh, Tucker's reaction to the Zelensky speech on Fox News yesterday, which, uh, you know, finally, finally, somebody on Fox News found a war they don't like. Let's go to uh, Tucker Carlson now. As far as we know, no one's ever addressed the United States Congress in a sweatshirt before, but they love him much more than they love you. Welcome to Tucker Carlson. Remember when Sam Bankman-Fried showed up in Washington wearing a T-shirt and spouting nonsense and all the self-described geniuses declared him a hero? The media, the Congress, the White House, they all love this weird little guy called Sam Bankman-Fried. Do you remember that? Somehow we were reminded of it today when the president of Ukraine arrived at the White House dressed like the manager of a strip club and started to demand money. Amazingly, no one threw him out and said they did whatever he wanted. American taxpayers declare Joe Biden will continue to give Zelensky whatever he demands for, quote, as long as it takes. Tellingly, Biden never specified what it is, as long as it takes to do what? Push the Russian army back to pre-invasion borders? Sounds reasonable. That's what most Americans likely assume, those who are still paying attention. But that is not what Zelensky means, and it is not what he is asking for. Zelensky is demanding regime change in Russia. Just like in Iraq, in Libya, and a long list of other failed states, except this time in the heart of the Eurasian landmass, next door to the entire civilized world. That's what Zelensky has called for repeatedly, and every dollar we send to him goes toward that end. And at this point, he's getting a lot closer to achieving it. So what happens if he, quote, wins? What does the ensuing chaos look like? Thought about that? Who's going to secure the world's largest nuclear arsenal once we help Zelensky topple the Russian government? Who replaces Putin? Strangely, those topics did not come up today because that wasn't the point. The point of today's visit to Washington was not to make the world more stable or make wise decisions, much less to help America. That's always at the bottom of the list. The point was to fawn over the Ukrainian strip club manager and hand him billions more dollars from our own crumbling economy. 
It is hard. In fact, it may be impossible to imagine a more humiliating scenario for the greatest country on earth. And we would love to blame Joe Biden for it, but we can't really, not entirely at least. This was bipartisan masochism. The Uniparty is alive and well, despite the best efforts of voters, including last month. And if you doubt that it's alive and well, here's a picture of Zelensky that he had taken with a group of elderly Republican senators in Kiev back in May. They stand grinning next to him in their orthopedic shoes. (laughs) Uh, Just for the record, uh, strip club managers usually dress pretty well, actually. (laughs) As our producer Matt points out, thank you, yes. Matt. Matt's uh, switching today, so he can't uh, he can't chime in like he normally does. So I'll he'll, I'll just take credit for all of his ideas. Uh, the Hill reports it. Uh, Zelensky address meets divided House GOB preparing to grab purse strings. And again, it, you know, Mitch McConnell comes out and says that the only really you know the point of his statement, the only important thing, the only thing that the GOP cares about at this point is getting more hundreds of billions of dollars to throw into the black hole of Ukraine for no tangible goal or purpose whatsoever. That's it. That's the goal. I mean, sure, there's a mental health crisis and a population collapse and the borders wide open and crime rates are spiking across the country and just uh, any number of massive unsustainable issues that represent existential threats to the very existence of our nation. But the most important thing we have to focus on is keeping this little gremlin in office. This little gremlin who, by the way, has banned every opposing political party in his own country, confiscated all of their wealth and uh, made it illegal for them to actually oppose him politically, who have nationalized every media outlet and eliminated the media outlets that opposed him, who has imposed uh, language restrictions, arresting people for even speaking the Russian language in Ukraine. I mean, just a basic tyrant just as bad, if not worse, than Vladimir Putin himself. But for some reason, and the reason is corruption, by the way, we have to keep this man in office regardless of how long it takes or how many nuclear bombardments we have to uh, endure. Whatever we can do for this weird little creep, we have to. Of course, the question on everybody's mind is, where's his wife shopping? Is she going through – is she having another little shopping spree like she did in Paris, $40,000 buying in a single single little shopping spree? Is she doing that again with our money? Mm, Probably. Just uh, wild stuff. Of course, the way Yahoo News reports it, Zelensky wows Washington with inspiring address to Congress. As if you couldn't have written these stories a month ago, right? As if all of this isn't scripted out, as if any of this is real at all. Of course, it is pretty shocking to see a uh, foreign flag being waved by our House Majority Leader and Vice President in the halls of our sacred democracy. (laughs) But I guess it's not the Black Lives Matter flag or the rainbow flag, so I don't know. I mean, these these are the flags that represent our country now, not the American flag, not the old stars and stripes. So again, uh, Ukraine president gave a stirring address, uh, drew comparisons to another given by Winston Churchill. It's just like, really, do you buy this stuff? Do you really fall for this? Really? 
really. One person that isn't is Representative Thomas Massey. He skipped the speech of what he calls the Ukrainian lobbyist Zelensky. Thomas Massey took a shot at Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on social media before skipping his speech on Capitol Hill, joining other Republicans in an apparent boycott of the wartime leader's address, saying, quote, I'm in D.C., but I will not be attending the speech of the Ukrainian lobbyist, Massey wrote in a Twitter post on Wednesday. It's not ch- it's not charity. Charity would be given freely. The American taxpayers have been conscripted into making welfare payments to this foreign government, Massey said, of the billions of dollars of aid sent to Ukraine to fight off Russian invaders. Uh, Rand Paul, Josh Hawley, and Mike Lee also were not in attendance of Zelensky's remarks. Right wing's firebrand Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert did not applaud as Zelensky entered the chamber to rousing standing ovation from the mass majority of lawmakers. Again, these same people would have called Ukraine a hopelessly corrupt country just before the war began. But now that there's money to be made, they will worship this guy's feet. What has he done to deserve it? Absolutely nothing. What have these people done to avoid the war that's now costing us hundreds of billions of dollars? Just the opposite. The people in power in D.C. now have done everything they can to create the conditions for war, to aggravate the war in the lead-up to the invasion, and to really give Vladimir Putin no other option but to invade as we had the chance just before the invasion. Anthony Blinken went over there with the purpose supposedly of preventing the Russian invasion by coming to some sort of compromise, but instead all but spit in Vladimir Putin's face and dared him to invade Ukraine, which he promptly did. So this is their fault, obviously. And there there he is. I mean, isn't that a face you can trust, everyone? Don't you just trust this creepy little gremlin folks we'll be back on the other side go to infowarsstore.com to keep us on the air it is infowars the last uncensored show on earth we'll be back for the third hour Look, go anywhere it's not hype when you've delivered and infowars has been the tip of spear against tyranny and when it comes to the products we sell to fund our operation they're just like our news and information they are powerful and they change the world The Real Red Pill Plus is one of our top sellers, but for over two years, it's been sold out because of supply chain breakdowns. It's finally back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, in the limited time we have, I can't get into all the ingredients that are in it, but this sucker is amazing. Look for yourself at how loaded each bottle is, ladies and gentlemen. Every one of these will supercharge your day and everything you do. Just look into the preglinone that we've got that's in this product. Get your Real Red Pill Plus, a proprietary product nobody else has, exclusively back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is as close as the Matrix Red Pill as you're going to get. Red Pill Plus, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. 